It's Lorray and Shimian. And we're back with another episode of Black Queer and dot 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 dot. Where the dot 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 tonight means relationships. Yeah. Ooh. And by relationships, um, we're not really talking about friendships tonight. We're talking about uh, like intimate partner relationships. Intimate, intimate relationships. Yeah. Partner, married, boot up, however you want to call it. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like we I'm should have a theme song right there. It's like we can <laughs> sing one. Ready? <laughs> relationships are challenging. But we work it through. Go ahead, Ray. Take it away. Relationships. Relation. Relationships. That felt really 90s R&B. Yeah. Because we grew up in the 90s. I like it. Relation. Okay. Oh, you know what that made me think of? I'm sorry. That little riff right there. What was that song? Um, By Total. Uh, 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 it's for real. Oh, yeah. What I feel. What was that part, though? When I'm with no, you. No, but when I did a relationship. Oh. When I'm with you. <laughs> oh, I yeah. guess so. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm with you. Okay. That's what it made me think of. Who was that by? I don't I'm remember. <laughs> Shut up, Shemian. All I'm right. telling my mom. She likes to say everything is Joe. No, not everything. Joe mama. Just a fourth of things. It's rude. So we're chatting about relationships tonight. Yeah. Because they can be challenging. Uh-huh. And uh, just earlier today, Ray and Lord. I... No, I'm not going to share any details. We just, you know, we had share a disagreement. On, and so... I don't know. I just thought tonight maybe we should just talk about relationships. Like our relationship, it's healthy, but it's not perfect. I think sometimes, especially with social media, we have Facebook, Instagram, it's easy to just cut out big snippets of your life. Right. And just post the best pieces. Right. So I think it gives people kind of a false uh, impression of what real relationship looks like. It does, you know but it's I mean? also awkward when people post, like, <laughs> their perfect no life. No, when people are fighting. Oh, and they're yeah. Like you know, and That's then they true. do those like uh, those. What is it? I, I, how am I drawing a blank? But when they do these messages where they're like talking about the person, but they're not saying the person's name, yeah. and you're like, That's they weird. think they're being discreet, but they're not, and right. they're like. Don't you hate when hoes take your money? And then you're like, uh, is that what's yeah, happening that's, in your Yeah, life that's right a little now? bit over the top. I guess that's a good point. It you is. don't want to air all your dirty laundry. So I guess it's kind of like, you know, on one hand, nobody's life is perfect. And on the other hand, you don't want to put all your stuff out there on social media. So it makes sense. Right. But I just remember growing up and when I got to the dating age, I was always looking for my soulmate mm-hmm. and I always thought, I had this vision of what relationship uh, looks like. I just had this warped uh, view of what relationship 
was. And so every strife, every difficulty, I thought, oh my God, this isn't going to work out because I didn't realize that having harmony in relationship didn't mean it was without arguments or without disagreements and stuff. Where did, what age was this that this started? That what started? Like that that feeling of, yeah, of like wanting to find your soulmate. Was that when you first started dating Mm -hmm. or? Yeah, right at the outset, I thought that's what it was about. So did sex have anything to do with that? Did that play into it at all? Or was it just like... Yeah, good sex with your soulmate. Yeah. No, I mean, sometimes depending on the age that you're in, you're just focused on like relationship. Like it may not have anything to do with anything physical, depending on your age. Yeah, no. (laughs) It was soulmate, good sex with the soulmate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, When I was young, I wasn't looking for uh, a soulmate. But I do remember, like, because I grew up in this Southern Baptist household, you know, and being a pastor's kid, like, you're told to, like, wait to have sex. And But my mom was pretty, like, real about it. And she was like, well, if you're going to be having sex, you need to go on birth control. And I was like, I don't want to go on birth control because then that means you know I'm having sex. And, like, yeah. I was not comfortable with that. But it was the wise thing to do because, you know, it was just safer. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, teaching about condoms and all that stuff, um, just safety in general. But my thing was I lost my virginity young. Mm-hmm. So my thing was not like really about soulmates. It was about um, the, se- the sexual experience. Like I had this, you know, this idea of like everybody said it's supposed to be amazing. And I was like, that was not amazing. Yeah, I've heard that many times. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that was not heard, amazing. Not so I pers- want, you know what I mean? Yes. But I've heard people say that their first experience, they were thinking it was going to be one way and then it turned out to be another. Yeah. I was less focused on like forever and I was more focused on, um, like this sexual experience that I thought was supposed to be great. Mm-hmm. And and I, w- I wasn't even like focused on sex itself. I was just like, wait, this is supposed to be great. And then I felt like, well, am I being punished by God? Like, is it feeling mm-hmm. horrible? Because number one, I don't even want to be with this guy. Like God knows what I really want, yeah. which is to be with a girl. And then I was like, You're and sinning. am I being punished? Right. Mm-hmm. And am I being punished because... I had sex before marriage. Yeah. Like that was my focus. And then later on, as I got older, <clears throat> it became more about um, like finding someone that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. And I had this thing where I was like, um, I kind of didn't not like I didn't really give people a chance because it would be like after a few dates, like, well, if, if I feel like it's not like if I can't spend the rest of my life with you. We don't need to go on another date. But mm. who really knows Soulmate. that? Yes. But I mean, like a Similar. lot of people don't know that by the first couple no. of dates. You know what I mean? Like, no, but I'm just saying we had some similar ideations in terms of thinking like there's one person that was going to be it yeah. kind of thing. But yeah. yeah, it was so looking back on it, that was so unrealistic. But I think I was really, I just wanted companionship. You know what I mean? I wanted something um long lasting and so i kept putting that on every person that i was with i was like oh this must be it oh 
this must be it. Oh, and then I stopped doing that probably after my third girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I stopped doing that. Was was it because people just weren't like reciprocating the feelings? Or no, was it? no, it wasn't that. Which is interesting because so that says a lot about the people I was dating too that they had maybe you know they had similar ideations or they just weren't telling me or something going along with it. But um, no, the reason was because I realized after the third person, probably not everyone is my soulmate. You know, this this whole idea is <laughs> oh, probably wait, not working out. you thought each one was your soulmate? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like you thought you were hoping hoping that they would be your soulmate. No, I was thinking this is soulmate. it. And oh, the you second had a lot one, of soulmates. Like, this is it. And the third one, I was like, you know what? This is really it. And then after that, I was like, no, I, I guess it's just, it's going to be a different kind of journey. How old were you when you realized that, okay, this is... Uh, probably like 21 or something like that. Oh, you were young. Yeah. Cause my first, I had my first girlfriend when I was 17 mm-hmm. and then things were spread out. So I had like one or two girlfriends, I think between 17 and 21. I wasn't very active. Um, but I'd had enough to realize that I wasn't going to be finding my soulmate like that. I feel like you had a lot of girlfriends. No. And no, no, but the reason I say that is because when you talk about people that you just dated, sometimes you call them like your girlfriend or someone that you were with. Yeah. And I never look at people that I date like someone I, I dated is was usually like not serious or it was very short or it was just like, you know. I didn't do a lot of dating at all growing up. I just it was the way that it went. Met somebody, we went out a couple of times, and then we were girlfriend and girlfriend. I didn't date like that. I only started dating. So you had a lot of recently. You did have a lot of before when then. I met you. That was the first time I'd actually dated. Because people are supposed to date and get to know each other. Yeah, but I was geeky. I did it a different way. I just don't. I've I have always liked to date because now there have been a couple people where it was like. Night one, we're together. <laughs> <laughs> like sexually? Or that you're together? Both. both. Okay. It's like, oh, we had sex, now we're together. Yeah, that's um, happened to me too. But I, I always liked dating because, I don't know, there's something about like, to me, when you're dating, it's not as serious as being together. And mm-hmm. that means there's more of a chance to like really get to know each other. And sometimes... In my case, where you just jump right in, it's like, I don't know, everything's just head first. Like you're just mm-hmm. diving just in really and fast, yeah. everything just goes really fast. Yep. And then you're you're kind of learning as you go along. Yep. But then you're expecting the person to know certain things or do mm-hmm. certain things. And it's like, mm-hmm. but how would they know to do this? Or you're or not get ex- giving it a chance. Yeah, like you exactly. don't know each other. Like you don't know yeah. each other yet. And so I'm not knocking anyone who does. I just mean for me, like dating mm-hmm. for it's me yeah. was just easier. And also I always felt like dating, like if it didn't work out, um, you know, it still hurts, but it's not as bad because it's like, well, we're not together. So, right. you know. I think for me, the reason I didn't date because I was a geek. So I didn't have a lot of options when someone was interested. Now, I see you rolling your eyes. I, I am. But I'm saying for me in my head, because I thought I was a geek, I didn't really see that I had the potential to date. 
I didn't see that, right? But for someone who is, so, doesn't have the, who didn't see that, I mean, I get that. You not seeing it, but you've had a lot of girlfriends for someone who is like a self-proclaimed geek. I don't geek think I've and, had that many girlfriends, Ray. I've seen the pictures. Oh my and gosh, <laughs> it's not even that many. But even when I met you and you would be like, oh yeah, because I dated this girl. Or yeah, I was but with we're, this girl. we're talking about span of decades, right? So 17. It's not decades. We're only 39. That's decades. 40. That's decades. 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 That's what I just But replied. still, I'm just, I'm saying for someone who says that they're like, that they don't see it or because they're a geek, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you were desirable because well, you dated yeah. quite a few oh my god right it wasn't that many and people. you got me hey, yes, and I you did. got me hey, hey. i got a lot of shoulder action going on y'all can't see it but yeah she's working it out over there but Shit, you pulled me yeah see geeks don't always finish last yes this is true shut up this is true this is what your friends <laughs> and people who love you tell me that, oh, I've never seen Ray get quiet. Oh, oh I've God. never seen, you know, because they know that you're a firecracker. I am. I know I'm a lot. And I know I talk a lot and I'm loud and... Very strong-minded. I, I am strong-minded. I mean, you know, I've toned down quite a bit. Yeah. But I mean, you know what? True. You got me at a good time because <laughs> <laughs> had this been like, yeah, years before, you would have been like... Hell no. <laughs> because like what I was then was appealing to some people because some people like to fight and they like to be loud and all that. Yeah. And you don't. But that's what I needed. I needed somebody who wasn't going to be like, nah, fuck you too then. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yep. Like I needed that, that balance. Yeah. I needed that balance yeah. because I don't like to be like fighting and you know, that's, I don't like it. Honestly, I yeah. don't. And but, I've always been attracted to really like fiery women. I don't know why. It's all it, you use a different term. <laughs> I'm use the term fiery, Ray. What did I? What did I use? I don't know. I'm I'm glad you forgot. But anyway, I've always been attracted to like you know women who are a little bit more aggressive. Now I'm stuck on. I'm trying to think of the word you're talking about. But don't worry about it. I'm sure it'll come. I hope not. Was it a bad word? Was I cussing? No, you weren't cussing. Anyway. Was it like hoes? No, Ray. Bitches? Ray. Tricks? Can we move move forward? Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Do you know that song? Yes, Ray. You do? Because you know all the <laughs> nasty, the horrible, you know, for real, for real, for real. Shamian is like... <laughs> This self-proclaimed <laughs> geek. And most people who know her, they're like, yes, this, that is Shamian. She's always been nerdy. But Shamian always listens to you. Not always. No. So if you guys have ever seen the movie Office Space. So there, have you seen Office Space? I've not seen the movie. I've seen... Isn't there a show too? No. You're or thinking office. of um, The Office. Oh. Office Space was this movie where... Um, like they hated their boss and they're like beating up the like they took bats out, they took the copy machines out and beat them with bats while gangster rap was playing in the back. <laughs> but there was like this nerdy guy that worked in the office and he was listening to this gangster rap, like, fuck these bitches. 
all this stuff, right? And then like, and he's going hard, but then a black guy walks by on the sidewalk and he like turns it down and locks his door and shrinks in his chair. <laughs> and that part, I mean, I know you wouldn't shrink in the chair and all that, but that reminded me of you because Shamian talks about me so bad about some of the stuff that I like to listen to when our child is not around. But when I first I met her, that bad folks don't believe that. Yes, you do. Ray when Ellis I listen to that, that uh, your girl gives the best hugs. You hate that song. Oh yeah, that's because that song just isn't good. No, it has nothing to do with you it being over say, the top. No, you always say, uh, "Why does he keep saying she wants just the, the D from me?" That's horrible. Yeah, but it's not that part. Like compared to some of the stuff I listen to, give me head ho, give me head. Yes, ho. exactly. I don't listen to that anymore, but. Oh, um, she's reformed. That used to be down My point back in the is, day. When we first got so together, so it wasn't about that. It was about the quality. Of that's the, the kind of stuff. Really, the quality. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff she would listen to. And Not all it was the just, time. I listened to like. Remember that time we weren't talking? That's what I was getting to. And I was just that's what E40. I was about to get to. Oh, okay. I like listened to some real. Just I listened to like either I listen to everything, but some of the stuff I love when Jasmine is not around. I will listen to some hard, like old school rap or old school hip hop, and some of the stuff is nasty. I could listen to Akinelli, put it in your mouth, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, cruising down the street in my six foe, mm-hmm. all that That's stuff. But Shamian, I just wasn't expecting it from you, and we were fighting yeah, that day. Does. We were on our way to see the documentary. Uh, oh, the queer. Yes. Uh, oh, about the studs. Yes. What was that called? Um, uh, something like me or same no, difference. Same, same difference, difference. Same difference. That, it was really that is good. Such too. a good documentary. It's a really good documentary about um, fem studs. It's like the same difference. Like and talking how about studs get with studs and people mm-hmm. talk bad about them. Exactly. Like even or within the community. Studs. Yes. Yeah. And so when we say studs, we're talking about masculine, um, masculine women. But yes. there's this stigma. Anyway, that's and the, another... the documentary was amazing. I don't know yeah, if you can so find good. it somewhere, but watch it. But we were on our way and we were fighting. And when we fight sometimes, well, it's not as bad now. Like we're really trying to learn how to talk it out and not. Okay. This makes it sound like we're just like fisticuffs. No, so we're not. We should probably, I'm saying... probably clarify like when we fight. Because when you say when we fight now, we talk it out. We don't no, but throw back each other then, across the ring. This is what I was going to say. Back then though, we would fight. And not speak to each other. We would sit in this, and I don't mean fight like fist fighting. I mean like we would argue, yeah, and then be an like clarification. You know what? Well, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. And then we would sit in the same room and not say anything to each mm-hmm. other, but just yep. be mad at each other, which is really uncomfortable. And then like the whole air in the room just is stank, and it's like yep. it's a horrible feeling. It's yeah. a horrible feeling. Not physical. We've yeah, never, never gotten been physical, physical with each other. Ever, ever, ever. Because we both have experienced that. That's we not, both have. And that is something yeah. I will never deal with again. And Me neither of us are in that space. Yeah. Like, neither of us are. I don't think that's where we've ever been. Well, we both were always on the receiving end. Yes. <laughs> so yes. we found each other. Yeah, absolutely. Which is kind of nice to not ever have to worry about that, you know. But instead of just ignoring each other and being in the same space... We now try and talk it out. And then if we can't resolve it then, then we, you know, we take a beat like, okay, I'm sleeping here, you're sleeping there. And then we'll, we'll rejoin. Yeah. Yeah. 
in the but, morning or we'll, you know, but it's not, we're, we're trying to like make this vow of not like yelling and, you know, like if we can't resolve things with talking it through, then it's kind of, it, it kind of makes me feel like, well, then what are we doing? Like if we can't talk about it, yeah. I'm moving too fast, but yeah, the whole point the was car ride. We were the documentary had been arguing and then we just got silent because it was like, well, we go into this documentary, but we ain't going to say shit to each other. And so we just sat there with attitudes oh, on our way clear. there. Yeah. And Shamia, her playlist in the Kia Rondo. In the Kia Rondo. In the Kia Rondo. Rondo right. That was 2008. Um, it was like, what was that it was song? The E40s. E40. uh, yep. Nope. Song. Yes. But it was yeah. nasty. It was like, you going to love it if you head? Yep. yep. You gonna let it eat that ass? Yep. It was just a lot. It was like <laughs> it wasn't eat that ass. I don't know. It was something it like that. And any other love time, the nope. Yeah, any like, other yeah. time, I'd be down for like. But this was right after. Right after <laughs> so us it was arguing, completely and, quiet in the car except for that song. Right, and I didn't know that Minister Shemian <laughs> was listening to. E40. Like, yeah, I was just like hella surprised. And so part of me was like, I'm irritated and this song is horrible. And I didn't <laughs> like the song. Um, but the other part of me was, I was on the inside, I was laughing because I was like, this is really awkward. Like we're yeah, fighting, like we're not talking to me, each other. I eventually turned it off. I think I asked you though. I was like, um, this song. <laughs> oh, okay. And you were I like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> But then we yeah. continued not to talk. To yeah, that other. was back in the day. We've gone through a few different changes, and older uh, people in my life have always told me that there there will be changes in relationship, but you'll keep changing and growing together. Mm-hmm. And now that we've had a few years under our belt, now I see yeah. the change. Like, so we don't do that anymore. Where we will just stay silent for lengthy, lengthy periods of time. We tend to talk. Um, sooner. Yeah. No. Also you know? because Jasmine. Like yeah. Jasmine, even if we're we don't fight in front of Jasmine. Right. I don't think that is ever appropriate. Right. Especially because your kids feel like they have to get involved. Yeah, they feel responsible sides. to a certain degree. And that's yeah. not fair to them. And yeah. so but Jasmine, if we're not talking, she She senses it right away. She exactly. knows exactly. And she'll try and like come in and do a dance or uh-huh. like she'll and just say, Shamian, look, mom, look. Like she has a way yeah. of trying to bring us together. It's it's interesting. It is interesting. And it's actually really sweet because it's like in my head, I'm like, well, she don't know. And it's like <laughs> she knows something is wrong. She may not know exactly what is wrong, but she's feels she something. Yeah. And that's also not fair to her. And not to say we should be perfect. Yeah, we're not. You know what I mean? Or yeah. for her sake, but like it's you know, that that it kind of pushes us to to talk and to like resolve things because when you realize that your child is coming in trying to tap dance for you to like lighten the mood, then it's kind of like, well, this is weird. You know it what is I mean? weird, but but I also think too that the reality is that people sometimes don't get along, right? We love each other. Oh yeah. We disagree, but we always come back together. So I don't. At, at the, so even though, of course, I don't want her to to feel like she has to do like whatever she does when she feels like. We're not talking. On the other hand, I want her to see what like a healthy disagreement looks like. So right. we don't talk. We're human. So you're going right. to disagree, but we're not, you know, 
throwing down. No one's calling each other bitches and hoes and throwing stuff. Do you know what I mean? I do. So Absolutely. So that's the flip side of it, too. It's like the reality is sometimes, you know, even between the three of us, sometimes we get on each other's nerves, all three of us. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think it's but the it's difference like, between getting on each other's nerves and people fighting. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When like, you say fighting, what I know you keep thinking when I say fighting, I mean like knockdown, like hitting and physical. Are you, I are mean you talking like about arguing? arguing? Okay, yes, that's what I that's what I mean by fighting. Sorry, should we look up the definition? Yeah, are you serious? I can. Okay, yeah, look it up. Let's look it up. Meanwhile, do you want the definition of fighting yeah. or arguing? Fighting. Okay, let's see. Fighting. Definition. The action of fighting, violence, or conflict. That's the mm. noun. The adjective is displaying or engaging in violence, combat, or yeah. aggression. Violence comes up a couple... Because when you say fighting, that's what I keep going to. But it also says conflict. I know, but violent, do, can you do the arguing? I am. Uh, the verb is... Give reasons or cite evidence in support of an idea, action, or theory, typically with the aim of persuading others to share one's view. Yes. Persuade someone to do or not to do something by giving reasons. Exchange or express diverging or opposite views, typically yeah. in a heated or angry way. That's perfect. I like arguing a lot. But that arguing better fits what happens between us be other than instead of fighting. Well, you use your words. I use mine. No. I mean the same thing, though. Yeah. Are we going to fight about this? No, we're argue? not going to argue about this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't want to fight or argue about it. But we, we both mean the same thing. We don't mean physical. Yeah. Violence. Yeah. We mean word violence. No, yes. I'm just kidding. So you were saying, <laughs> you were saying something about arguing or fighting. Yeah, I was just... Um, I think you lost it. I did, because I was looking up definitions. Yeah. Well? Well, you were saying something about, like, we come back together, and it's how we um, come back to... I mean, that's really what, what is important to me, is how we resolve the issue. Or not just how we resolve it, but, yes, how we resolve it, how we deal with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... If we are... Let's say we are fighting, knock down, drag out fighting, and then the next day everything is fine, or we we end up talking about it. I don't know if that's productive for me because mm -mm. like the it should have never led to the first part in the first place. You know what I mean? Like yep. I would have to think about, you know, what led me to that point of being violent, or what led you to that point, or what led both of us to that point. And if it will happen again, and if that's healthy for no. me. I don't think physically fighting is ever healthy. Personally. I don't think it is either. Anybody's in um, a relationship where they're being physically harmed, they need to give some serious consideration to what love looks like. Absolutely. And I'm going to say that flat out because domestic violence in our area is uh, really rampant. It is. And that's not love. It's it isn't not, love, but that's yeah. my point. That's my point. That's why I'm saying if it got to that point, I would really, like, I don't think there would be any coming back from that, even if we talked afterwards. Yeah. No, I think it would change. 
It would, absolutely. Yeah. Be like, great, you go your way and I will go mine. That's not, and not to say that um, people do it again. I don't know. Some people do, some people don't. But I would be afraid Mm -hmm. that it, you know, it could lead to the end. Or I'd be walking on eggshells like, well, let me make sure that I cook her grits right. And let me make sure that, you know. <laughs> Put that extra butter on there. Put no that sugar, extra please. Butter. Salt and butter. But do you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, I do. Or some I mean, people I think that's get off on beating up on each other. Like, that's yeah. their thing. I do not. Like, I don't even want to argue, to be honest with you. And I know that life isn't perfect, so sometimes people do argue. But I don't want to do either, quite honestly. Yeah. Neither do I. But I mean, I know that that's life. And sometimes you have to, you can't sweep things under the rug. We're two different people. We're on the, we're journeying together, but we have very different personalities. We do. You know what I mean? And we've chosen to to be on this journey together, uh, even though we have individual paths that we walk. And so it means that by definition, we are going to disagree because we're different people. Right. So... Even though neither one of us likes it, um, I think disagreeing and still coming back together, if you know, if it's life giving, I think is the most important thing. Bishop Flunder has said about her relationship that her and Mother Miller, they are tied to the same goal, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what keeps them coming back to the center, is they remember that they're tied to the same vision. And sometimes I think about that. That's beautiful. I love Mother Miller and Bishop. They are they have like one of the healthiest relationships I've ever witnessed. Besides my parents. I I mean I don't know what they do when we're not around, but they've been together this long, so <laughs> seem pretty healthy. And they always wanna be together. I mean, I've never met people who wanna be around each other but don't like each other. Yeah. So I see the love. And my mom be calling my dad her boyfriend still. <laughs> All on Facebook. Me and my boyfriend. That's sweet. It is sweet. We have some really dope couples at our church. And one of the couples in particular, um, Shannon and Jocelyn, they are fairly new, but I love them they have like the dopest energy and they always come in with like the semi-matching outfits um but they're just real fly uh before we start like right at the beginning of the podcast I had asked them like what being black and queer meant to them especially um as a black and queer couple and so I wanted to share that with you in this relationship episode this time it's you. Oh my gosh! What was the question again? <laughs> How do I identify? Yes. I I honestly I identify by my name. Okay. I really don't like labels. I don't like boxes. I don't like categories. Nice. I don't like to be relegated to uh, your black, your female, your you know. And, and I own all of that mm-hmm. and appreciate all of that. I, I wouldn't you know change being black for anything no matter what that comes with, mm. okay? I love my blackness, but it's like once you ha- start checking boxes, you begin to separate yourself based on the boxes that you check. So typically, I, I'm, I'm good with my name as far as identifying. Uh, 
Let me see. Um, what was the other question? How do I feel about the word queer? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm indifferent, I guess you could say. Like, it doesn't matter to me if you call somebody queer or if somebody identifies themselves as queer. I'm okay with that. But I also understand uh, the older generation who, who sees that as a negative term. Mm-hmm. And I also appreciate that the younger generation has reclaimed the term. So I get it. I mean, I, it's neither here nor there for me. Queer, whatever, it doesn't. I like that perspective, though, because everybody doesn't have the same perspective. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody doesn't have that same idea, and that's what we want. And I mean, in general, right? Like, right. you don't want to always talk to people who are, like, yeah. have the same exact, you know? Exactly. Like, so, yes, men. Like, pretty much. Like, oh, that's what you like? I like that, too. You right. know what I mean? I, for me, I like what, whatever you like for you, I like for you also. That doesn't mean it's for me. Amen. It doesn't mean it's, you know, whatever. I'm, it's kind of like try not to judge things, but it just is. Yeah. It's neither good nor bad. It just is. Okay. That. All right. That's how I feel about the word queer. Thank it's, you. It's not good, it's not bad. It, it just is. Good job, babe. Thank you. Thank you. They're so cute. <laughs> okay, let's see. Queer. Queerness to me, what does that mean? So my new definition of queer is one that has been really forged by coming out and living in my authenticity. Um at the risk of losing relationships, even family relationships. Um, And whereas I was taught early in life that uh, in a Christian home that uh, being queer or gay was something that was like a a disabling sin of some sort, I now wear that as a badge of honor uh, in my older age, I'll say. (laughs) And uh, I've been impressed by how the definition has changed communally and in society as well. It's shifting and changing so that we do have the opportunity to attend a Christian seminary and look forward to um, uh, a career in ministry and helping others um, because that was just unheard of. The Christian church was not accepting of queerness. Um, And I I also, too, appreciate the fact that I can see within myself um, now Um, the limitations my mind had back then. When I would engage with people that were part of the queer community, I had had assimilated to those that were around me, and there were times that I'd hurt others by things that I'd said. Um, But um, I acknowledge that. And then moving forward and living in this new realness with my wife, Jocelyn, who I would (laughs) die for, who I would... Never turn back the hands of time and reclaim those relationships with family who chose not to accept me or us. Um, and long gone are the days of of um, telling faggot jokes. Uh, I don't at this age at 47. I don't feel that type of pressure. I need to assimilate with that because I'm very clear this is me, and uh, I love that. So I ramble a lot. I'm from Jersey. That's what queerness is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it means to me. Yeah, in this day and time. Y'all can't see them, but they touching. They always touching. I guess that wraps up another episode of Black Queer and... Dot, dot, dot. There should be a... She says dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. There should be like a relationship part two, because this, this is a meaty topic. Yeah, let's do a like, part two. Or something like that. I don't know. Let's but do yes. a part two. And did you want to do, I know you'd like to do dedications and stuff. Yeah. 
I want to dedicate this to all of the people that are in unhealthy relationships and are looking for a way out. Sometimes people talk mess like, well, why didn't she just leave? Or why didn't he just leave? Or why don't they leave each other? And it's not always easy to leave when someone's hurting you. And I don't mean just physically, but verbally, emotionally, mentally. Um, and so I want to dedicate this to you. And I hope that you find the strength to gain your freedom, uh, you know, gain your wings and do what you need to do to become a stronger individual. Yes. And I want to add to that, that the part of the title for the sermon that I'm preaching on Sunday has to do with, it's part of the title, um, choosing life is acting, is, is in the action. We choose life by acting. And so it, if, even if you don't know how the road may wind, you don't know how you're going to get there, you don't know even more than putting one foot in front of the other where the path may lead. If you move out, you'll get what you need in the walk. Mm. And so sometimes it means just throwing the blanket from up over our heads, looking out and making a decision that we're going to do something different. Sometimes it starts just right there. Then everything else comes, but after the decision is made. So I just want to add that as a bit of encouragement for folks. You don't have to know how, just do. All right. That's nice. Can't wait to hear that message on Sunday. Amen. Amen. I'll say an amen. All right, y'all. We're wrapping up. We'll see y'all soon. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.